Hey, DGens, it is Tuesday, August 1st. Yes, I said it, August 1st. Uh, MLB trade deadline today. We're going to check out what happened yesterday and what is expected for today. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Six Panther. Panther, listen, always a good day when the DGen parlay hits. Even better when the DGen parlay hits for 947. Certainly, certainly going to pay for some of our losses in the upcoming days. Yeah, who would have thought we would be riding the coattails of the Colorado Rockies late into the night? But that was where we were, and that was what came through. Good way to start August. And plus, I needed that. I, I felt like July really kind of kicked me in the nuts. So not only hitting the parlay, but I went 5-0 and yesterday with several uh, little lottery picks, if you will, some underdogs, which I don't typically do. So yesterday was a really good day. Hopefully that carries over into August. I I know we've got a limited schedule, but I still found five plays today before we get to those. Your favorite subject, we got more football. Uh, we we do have more football, but uh, football football's going to have to wait. we got baseball trades going on today. Unless you've got a football story that I'm not aware of, I do know that we got football coming up, uh, what, this Thursday, right? Is this oh, Thursday's yeah, the we got Hall of yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Sean Watson. But, you know, the interesting thing, Aaron Rodgers went full Will Smith, you know, basically telling Sean Payton, keep my coach's mouth or name out of your damn mouth. Uh, he wasn't pleased. So he's kind of trying to embrace the whole Jets thing. This is my team. Rally behind his coach kind of thing. But uh, that was that was about the only NFL story I caught from yesterday. I got to say, uh, I, I like this iteration of Aaron Rodgers. Like this, this, this color green suits him better than the other color green. I don't know why. There's just something about him now that I just I, I like. I like him more. It could be that um, he doesn't play for the Packers. That that's probably it. That's that's probably it. I think problem solved. Getting him out of a Packers uniform made me like him somewhat more. Uh, listen, I mean, if if he can back up that bravado, if the Jets can back up that bravado with some wins, then. Yeah, it's all worth it, right? But uh, I feel like I've read this story before. It feels like the the scripts for the NFL season kind of stale. It's like aging Green Bay Packers quarterback goes to New York. Is he's going to end up in Minnesota when then they fucking finally jettison Kirk Cousins? By the way, we missed this story. Uh, I did. It was it wasn't really a story, but I think uh, Patrick Mahomes. They they were talking to him about who he feels is the most underrated quarterback. Did you hear who he said was the most underrated quarterback in the league? Uh, no, but I'm going to guess it was Kirk Cousins. It was Kirk Cousins. And he said, in fact, if you go around the league and talk to all of the other quarterbacks, they'll tell you how special and how good Kirk Cousins actually is and doesn't get the credit. So maybe, maybe I've been wrong about, you know, prime time, mid tier, medium line Kirk. Maybe I've been wrong about him. And, uh, listen, Patrick Mahomes knows a thing or two about quarterback. No, we have some baseball, uh, trades to talk about. Of course, my nine met squadron keeping busy yesterday. A couple other teams, uh, seems like they're, they're ramping up for playoff runs. Let's just go through this real quickly. Uh, the Seattle Mariners seem to have waved the white flag on the season, uh, trading their closer, yesterday that that's a, a hell of a deal for the diamondbacks a team that are you know listen you picked them earlier in the season to be a, a sleeper team now they're making uh, trades at the trade deadline getting uh seawalled from the mariners that is you know a big trade for them getting a closer there um the mets of course they they made they they made a, a trade they they got rid of uh mark Conha. Uh, that was a critical critical piece to their run last year but they're out of it, right? I mean, the, the Mets are out of it, but they did get minor league pitcher Justin Jarvis, I believe, back. 
I believe they got him back. I think he was a minor leaguer in the Mets farm system, uh, and they traded him, and now I believe they got him back. So that makes for the Mets. They've seen David Robertson go. They've seen Max Scherzer go. Uh, they've seen Kanha go. Uh, there's a couple other guys on the block for the Mets as well. We know Justin Verlander's name popping up as well, so we'll see if the Mets get busy today. Uh, Cubs, listen, uh, Jaime Candelario, uh, coveted uh, uh, third baseman from the Washington Nats, uh, gets traded to the Cubs. So the Cubs not waving the white flag. They seem to be in it. Uh, your Queen City Reds making some moves as well, right? Um, get Filling in that bullpen, which, I mean, Download and listen every single episode. The uh, Reds bullpen over the years have has had some <laughs> issues, so uh, it's listen. It's, it's I, I think that they're going to still be busy today. Uh, so I ask you this: uh, Which team out of out of yesterday going in today you think is going to be the most active, or is it a team that didn't make a trade yet that still might be the most active? I discounting the Mets, by the way, because the Mets have been the most active, and I do still have. But the teams that are buyers, uh, which which. Which team, you know, is going to continue that trend? Any any buyers you're expecting today? Uh, I, you know, I hope that Cincinnati is still one of them. I know they've got Jonathan India on the trade block. So in selling and buying at the same time, I think they'd still like to maybe uh, trade him and probably maybe get another arm. Um, but I, uh, Diamondbacks, I still would like to see them get another arm. And I would not rule out the Rangers. I was... It was very interesting that the Cubs were buyers getting Candelaria because, um, you you know, when we talked about this before, you kind of thought they were sellers. I thought they'd keep Cody Bellinger. They went on this eight-game winning streak, put them four games out of first. I think that's kind of what swayed them. They had to make a decision, and they said, fuck it, we're going to go for it. And in that division, I don't fault them. They're, they're not really that far off of the Reds, and I think the Reds and the Cubs, I mean, dare I say, are actually better than the Brewers. So, I mean, they got Mark Canna, but like, that's not moving the dial for me. He's a nice piece, but uh, as the teams out there, uh, you know what's really kind of surprised me yet is the Phillies haven't made a move, and I think they're still in it, right? They're not, they're not dead in the water, so I, I kind of have my eye on the Phillies to see if maybe they make a move today. I also forgot, of course, uh, Tampa Bay. Big, big deal getting Aaron Savale. That was actually a nice pickup for Tampa that Bay. That was a so, nice pickup. Yeah, so yeah, that might actually take them out of the conversations for Justin Verlander. The two teams that are heavily talking to the Mets about Justin Verlander as of yesterday were the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, of course, the Astros would be a team that he would want to go back to, right? I mean, I think they, he, the problem is with the Astros, they don't have the capital that the Mets want. The Dodgers actually have a really deep farm system, so Dodgers probably could put together a nice package deal to get Verlander to come to L.A. Uh, but, yeah, listen, I mean, don't don't count out the Braves. The Braves were talking with the Mets, and now I know the Mets don't want to trade interdivision, but when you're talking about a 40-year-old pitcher that you're probably you know only going to face for another season or so, <laughs> maybe you trade interdivision if you can get some nice pieces uh, back from a team that seems to have done well with their farm system. But, yeah, listen, the Philadelphia um, – I mean, out of the East, yeah, 11 games back, I don't think that they're catching the Braves. That That's not going to happen. But, I mean, they're, they're right the there. In the, they're right in there in the thick of the wild card. So, I think that they're a team that uh, could be making moves. Uh, I, listen, I'm going to eye up the Orioles. I think the Orioles have a, a real legit chance of of winning the, the, the American League East. I mean, they're a game and a half up on Tampa Bay right now. I think the Orioles could be buyers today. Um, 
I, I still think that Texas uh, might not be done. We might hear Texas's name. We might hear Houston's name other than the Verlander thing. Like they're, they're in the thick of it about a half game apart uh, each. Um, uh, that that NL Central is is going to be one of the more competitive divisions down the stretch between the Cubs, Brewers, and Reds. So I don't think that either of those teams are done as well. Uh, Dodgers lurking. Uh, San Francisco Giants, man, haven't heard too much from them. They did make a trade uh, a couple of days ago, I believe. The the Giants did make a, a one trade. Uh, I'm trying to scratch. It wasn't anything of significance, I'm guessing. No, if I can't remember big. who it was. Uh, so, you know, maybe the Giants are... are right there and then we haven't mentioned a certain team from new york not named the mets and that's the new york yankees and the new york yankees are in a very weird spot panther and by a weird spot i mean last place in the american league east now again they are four games above 500 again they are in technically in the playoff hunt but we haven't seen the Yankees in last place in a long fucking time, man. They're in a weird spot. They've got a lot of rental players, like guys whose contracts expire at the end of this year. I think the Yankees going to be sellers, maybe a little bit of buyers as well, because they're not out of it. But I think the Yankees are more sellers than their buyers today. I think they should be sellers because, you know, they're in last place. And I honestly can't sit here and point a finger and say, oh, this is what they need to fix their team. I think they need a lot of pieces. I think they need to get younger. I think they need to unload Giancarlo Stanton. His health and his injuries have really sandbagged them over the last couple of years. Their pitching has not materialized the way that they had hoped. Carlos Redone has not pitched as well as they had hoped. Uh, mea, culpa. Mea, mea culpa on that one, by the way. Yeah, you, you <laughs> jinxed Howard right out of the I gate. Am, <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm proud to be wrong about Radone and the Yankees because then I see them fail. So, yes, they're still going to win the World Series, guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, honestly, I don't think the Yankees make the playoffs. I think these other teams, uh, the Orioles are better, the Rays are better, uh, fucking Red Sox are better, and the Blue Jays, if they can just get out of their own damn way, they're better. I think the Blue Jays are the most underperforming team in Major League Baseball, loaded with talent, um, but they just can't seem to get out of their own way. They could get hot at any time, turn it on. Minnesota. I'm not in love with them, but they're the best team in that division. And they're probably better than the Yankees. Houston's better than the Yankees. The Angels are better than the Yankees. The Rangers are better than the Yankees. I don't think the, the Mariners, the, the Mariners, the are Mariners better than, are better. And than the they Yankees. were sellers yesterday. The Mariners yeah. are better than the Yankees. And they were sellers yesterday, Panther. That's got to tell you something. If you if you're a fan of the Bronx Bombers. That's not looking good when, I mean, record-wise, I think they're the same record. I think they're both, you know, 55 and 51, right? I think they've got the same exact record. Uh, Seattle, of course, uh, has the benefit of of Oakland being in their division, so they're not in last place by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but, yeah, listen, I mean, uh, there's a ton of teams I put ahead of the Yankees in the American League, so I really think the Yankees going to be sellers and, and not buyers. Um, looking at, you know, the, the kind of the, uh, I guess the – possible the you know the possible trades that could happen or teams that are are, are in on this uh Padres are in a weird interesting spot here because they are both buyers and sellers rumor has it that they are looking to land an additional bat but in the same sense they are fielding calls for uh Hader who of course they got last year at the trade deadline from uh Milwaukee apparently though their asking price is so high so expect Hader to stay in in San Diego Listen, man, San Diego, tough, tough spot to be in. I mean, they're eight and a half games back 
of the Dodgers in the West, and they're behind the Diamondbacks, the team that's making moves. They're behind the Giants, the team that's making moves. You talk about a disappointing team. I, I Hard to disagree with Toronto, but I think San Diego is the most disappointing team not named the Mets this year. Uh, possibly. The problem with the Padres was they got off to such a slow start. A large part of that had to do with Tatis having to serve his suspension. He's been MVP-like since he's been playing. Um, and then they got Gary Sanchez, which kind of really righted the ship for that pitching staff. Blake Snell's been great. Joe Musgrove's been great. Darvish has been Darvish. But this is a team that is very, very dangerous. I don't think they're winning the division. I don't think there's any chance they win that division. But if they get in the playoffs, they get in as a wild card, they could make some noise. And I did see like some of the chat in the asylum, you know, Blake Snell's being thrown out there, that there's a line for him being moved. Uh, Joe Musgrove's name has popped up. So if they move those two names, they're definitely sellers and they're, you know, mailing it in. But they could go either way. Um, but if they were to move those names, man, the return they could get, the young prospects they could get for Snell and Musgrove would be astronomical. Oh, absolutely. And and I, I mentioned on the show yesterday, when we were talking about run differential, just, just take a wild guess. I'm, I don't even know if I said the answer on yesterday's show, but your your memory wouldn't probably remember if I said it anyway. Where are the Padres in when it comes to run differential? Where, where would you uh, put them? I mean, I'd probably put them right about even, maybe plus or minus 20. They are fifth best in run differential in the league, Panther. They've got a plus wow. 62. They they are wow. better. They're better than Houston. They're better than Chicago. Better than Toronto. Better than Baltimore. Better than the Red Sox. Better than Seattle. Better than Minnesota. Better than Los Angeles. Better than San Francisco. Better than the Philadelphia Phillies. Better than the Reds. Uh, I'm better than the Diamondbacks. I'm naming it uh, Brewers. All of these guys, uh, playoff bound, playoff fighting teams. The Marlins, way better than the Marlins. Marlins got minus twenty three, and they're they're in the thick of the playoff hunt. So you're talking about unlucky. Like, remember we used to talk about luck factor and, and how lucky Seattle used to be? You talk about unlucky teams, and you're looking at the San Diego Padres right there, sitting there at 52 and 55 with a plus 62 run differential. That is a shame. That is just a terrible shame for them. So I could see them being buyers, but, man, a disappointing season for them. Uh, let's let's round this up real, real quick, just looking at um, – I'm kind of looking at the rumor mill here other than – of course, you know, Astros and Dodgers, as I mentioned, still being interested in um, Verlander. Uh, there there are, of course, still the Reds making phone calls about Verlander as well. I I don't know if he accepts that trade. I don't know if Verlander accepts the trade, but God, that is the one team I would love to see Justin Verlander on. I, I really hope that happens today. Oh, I think we all do. I think that's the talk in the asylum. We talked about it yesterday. I think a lot of people are jumping on the energy, the youth of this Reds organization and what they're doing. Um, and I tell you, Justin Verlander to Cincinnati really changes the landscape of the playoffs. If Cincinnati gets into the playoffs, Hunter Green comes back, Nick Lodolo comes back. You've got Andrew Abbott, who... Did not pitch well, but has been otherwise good all season. And then Justin Verlander, this is a dangerous, dangerous team. I mean, we said it. Reds to win the World Series. Download and listen to every single episode, and you would hear it. We said it first before everyone else got on the fucking Reds cock bandwagon. We were fucking on it first, yeah. so <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Going to take a quick break. We actually got a full slate of baseball games. Panther, you said you got five. I got like three, maybe four, probably three, something like that. So we got a lot of games to bet on. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again 
my bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. We are back, possibly never left. And of course, uh, for your baseball you know, trade coverage or opinions and stuff like that, do join our Discord. The link is in the description. As Panther mentioned, the Asylum. It's kind of where we all chat and, and talk about well, what's going to go on. So as these trades are happening throughout the day, uh, we will be updating the Asylum there and, and talking about that as well. Anyway, Panther, uh, lots of games on the board today. I, th- I think uh, yeah, this is a full slate. I think every team is playing today, right? So you know, where are you at? Uh, we're going to start in New York. We're talking about those Yankees and Carlos Rodon taking the mound, going against Tampa Bay and Zach Eflin. And, I, you know, the Rays of offense has been kind of regressed. We got off that really hot start to start the season. Damn near couldn't do anything wrong since the All-Star break. I mean, they're playing fine, but the offense hasn't been as explosive. Josh Lowe has really tapered off quite a bit, but against Radon and against this Yankee team that is just impossible to get excited about, I think they can get right. Minus 115, I like it. Give me 10 bucks on the Rays. Uh, minus 110, I can get you. I don't know if nice. you uh, are. Well, I don't know if that's good news or bad news here. Uh, this one confused me. I'm with you. Moral support lean on the raise. I was a little nervous about this one just from the line movement. I was trying to figure out why it has dropped. It opened up at raise minus 140. I'm getting you minus 110, um, minus 115 in most books, minus 112 at, at the book that shall not be named. So, I, I, yeah, moral support lean. I think you're right here. It's just, I'm a head scratcher about this line movement. It spooked me off, man. I mean, the fact is that the Yankees are minus 106 in some books, man. Ah, I, I, I don't get it. I don't like it. Lean on the Rays. Next game up, couple of losers ish in quotes. Detroit's at Pittsburgh. I think I almost feel sick to my stomach calling Detroit losers, but you know, they're still, they're still building. They're still young. They're going the right direction. Pittsburgh kind of going the wrong direction, right direction. Just second half of the season. <laughs> they tapered off from the hot start that they started, but Matt Manning on the mound going against Jose Oviedo for Pittsburgh. This is one of those lines that kind of threw me off a little. I get it. Detroit's not that good on the road and Pittsburgh's at home, but Manning's the better pitcher. Detroit's got the better offense, and I can get a plus line with the Tigers. I will go ahead and curse you, X Chris. I'm taking the Tigers for 10 bucks. If you'd like, 
I can get you minus 105 on them if you really, really want them at a negative no, line. I, I, can, I can do a negative line for you, Pat. If that makes you feel better, I'll get you a negative it make, line. It can make me feel better if it's going that direction. Yeah, it should make you feel better that it's going in that direction. But I'm going to lock us in for the plus 104. Uh, man, I've 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 double cursed them. I'm sorry, x Chris. We've double cursed them. We can triple curse them if we throw them in the parlay, which might be, which actually might be a really good fucking play if we can get the plus 104 right now. Uh, we better shut up. We might want to take this plus 104 at the book that shall not be named and just lock that in in the parlay. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, a $10 bet on the T-Grays. All right, next game up, I saw a really chalky line, which means you need to get out your run line page. The Angels are in Atlanta taking on the Braves. I hit on the Angels yesterday with that plus 180, but I will not fade the National League Cy Young Award winner. They might as well just engrave that shit right now. Spencer Strider taking the mound, going against Patrick Sandoval. Offense, check to the Braves. Pitching matchup, check to the Braves run line this to give me some kind of value 10 bucks on the braves i'll run line this for you and get you minus 108 so that'll be your personal bet and then i mean listen we got so much value on the dj parlay yesterday panther we got so much fucking value because our chalkiest line was the fucking phillies minus 114 that i'm 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 feeling secure in uh betting the Braves as part of the the parlay because I want to bet them I want to bet them minus 240 straight up I want to I want to just take out you know my, my cash and just fucking throw it on the Braves and just eat the goddamn chalk my uh chalk threshold calculator will not let me do that so uh moral support lean on the Braves but I'm going to toss them into the parlay for fun all right next game up the Reds are still in Chicago taking on the Cubbies got ourselves a nice little pitching matchup Ben Lively pitching for the Reds Justin Steele we love ourselves some Justin Steele pitching for the Cubs. As much as I love my Reds, I can't bet them against Justin Steele. I did not have a line, so you're going to have to tell me what it is, but I am taking the Cubs for $10. Yeah, we are taking the Cubs for $10, minus $159. It's a little bit shocky from what I would like to be betting on the Cubs here, especially because I, I do like the Reds. I don't want to fade the Reds, but you're goddamn right. Like Steele is just unfucking believable, man. Like unfucking believable. So it's it's again the Cubs at home, Steele on the mound, minus one fifty nine. It's it's like right there for me, right at the cusp. So yeah, ten dollar bet on the Cubs, and and parlay's looking pretty good so far, Panther. All right, last one up for me. You know it's not it's not Panther picks. I don't find some kind of trap to jump into. Arizona's at San Francisco. Our boy Zach with a C gallon taking on Alex Cobb. Zach Gallon, Arizona, minus 120. I don't give a shit how good San Francisco's playing. I don't care how good Alex Cobb's playing. That line sucks. I want it to be worse. It's not worse. I call it off, trappish, whatever. Give me the Diamondbacks, minus 120. Same boat here. Uh, was worried. I, I did not like what I was seeing there when I looked at this game about an hour ago, but I will say this, it's trending in the positive, well, trending in the negative direction for you, but trending in the positive direction for you, if you will, I'm still going to lock you in a minus 115. So that's great for you. Minus 115 is the best line I can get you. Uh, but this is already down to minus 130 in some books. Uh, minus, oh, 125, <laughs> minus, one, minus 125, minus 130. So it seems like, uh, you know, the, uh, money is hitting Diamondbacks and it's moving that line. So I think you're on the right side here and you're going to get that closing line value. So even if you lose this one, even if it ends up being a trap, I mean, just take solace or take pride in knowing that you got some closing line value here. Uh, lean on the Diamondbacks with you. 
All right, those are my five plays. What else you got? I think I got one more, and I know tomorrow I'll be saying fuck the fish, but today I'm going to be saying I'm betting the fish over the Phillies. Uh, Don't look now, man. But Sandy Alcantara has been pitching fucking phenomenally over his last four or five starts. He looks like the ace that he's been, and Ranger Suarez has been getting fucking rocked. He's given up three or more runs in every single one of his starts over his last five. Suarez is on a down fucking trend. Alcantara on an uptrend. I don't like this Miami team. I don't like this Miami offense, but they're, again, they're in the thick of it. They're right there with the Phillies, and we'll see. We'll see what the Phillies do at the deadline to try to make the move to try to get back to the World Series. But to me, on this day, I'm back in Alcantara, and I think he shows his ace-like fucking stuff today. $10 bet on Fuck the Fish. I hit this series yesterday with Tawan Walker. I I think... This is a this is a tough game for the Phillies going against Alcantara, who you're right is pitching very very well, and it's in Miami, so there's that as well. Um, I, I just I'll give you moral support. I'm pretty much done with this series. All right, well then our DJ parlay today is the Detroit Tigers plus 104, the Atlanta Braves minus 240, and the Chicago Cubs minus 159. Payout is only plus 372, but listen, guys, if you followed us yesterday, you got that big 947 payout, so. You know, we can pay for the next two weeks or so of, of losses, just about. So <laughs> so we're in a good spot. <laughs> Panther, take us home. All right. Well, that's uh, you guys know the deal. We hang out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But if you want to shit, shoot the shit with us, it's right here in the asylum. Guys, listen live, post comments, ask questions. And then when we're not live, the asylum is just lit with all kinds of comments, questions. We got trade talk. We got football talk. Hall of Fame game right around. We're getting ready for football season. You guys just come in and let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.